Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome to your Newsmax Daily for Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. National Homefront Heroes Day, among a handful of other things being celebrated or honored on the calendar today. May 9th honors the millions of American civilians that have provided support to service members from the home front past and present. Historically, World War II started it and had the most home front heroes. Today, the tradition of hosting food drives, clothing drives, and more for our soldiers continues. Today is also National Moscato Day, grown out of Wine Day, which is coming up later in the month to celebrate the history and the taste of Moscato, made from the Muscat variety of grape. So raise a glass, responsibly, of course. And at the White House today, a Moscato wine tasting event. No, I'm kidding, but you never know with this administration. No, today, leaders of Congress, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Hakeem Jeffries, Senate Leader Chuck Schumer, and Mitch McConnell will all have a debt ceiling powwow with President Biden. And last night at the White House... For generations of progress, racism, harassment, and hate crimes persist. As I said many times, hate can have no safe harbor in America. The president hosted an Asian-American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander Heritage Month event where he also spoke about gun control in the wake of the weekend's deadly shooting at the Allen, Texas Outlet Center. I signed the most significant gun safety law in nearly 30 years. Monterey Park, I announced an executive action to expand background checks, strengthen red flag laws, and so much more. Three of the victims in that shooting we know now are Korean Americans, including a three-year-old child. Also killed the Mendoza sisters, ages 8 and 11. It is really, really sickening. Three, eight, and 11-year-old children. These shootings just come and go. It's big news, big headline one day, and gone the next day. But you really need to take a pause and really think about that. 3, 8, and 11. And the dead shooter, a Hispanic man that had been in the military. For more on Biden's comments and the shooter, Newsmax's Carl Higby, a former Navy SEAL. We want to have access, people like me, gun owners. We're the most persecuted class in America. We want to have access to, at a bare minimum, the same weaponry you left in Afghanistan for the Taliban, but also whatever our domestic enemy was or is. And per the Second Amendment, to be able to fend off a tyrannical government. I know that's a crazy buzzword, but that's literally the intent. It's not for hunting. Putting that aside, let's look at the rest of Joe Biden's statement here. It says universal background checks. <sighs> OK, so pretend for a minute Democrats actually, again, know what they're talking about. And I'm being extremely hypothetical here. The gunman was in the army. OK, and it's being widely reported that he was discharged for mental health reasons. Here's the mandatory form a consumer would need to fill out before buying a gun. Line F right there. 
clearly asks if you've ever been adjudicated as mentally defective. Fail! But this is not the first time the military's failed to report the mental disorders post-discharge. Had they done that, this guy might not have been able to buy that weapon. They broke the law. Will anyone be held accountable? Joe Biden calling for that? No, of course not. But legal gun owners, people like me, we're certainly going to be demonized for it. Never mind the fact that this guy, again, cleared an advanced background check in 2018 and again in 2020 when he became a security guard, and then again when he was authorized to carry a firearm for his duties. So, you see why I don't take any Democrat proposals on guns seriously? Because they don't know what they're legislating. But it seems fitting to remind these people whining about this God-given right called the Second Amendment, per usual, that the assailant was killed by a good guy responding with a gun. I subscribe to the avenue of self-reliance. Again, Democrats, they want you to be helpless. Me, I prefer the ability to shoot back. Carl Higby is the host of Frontline, 5 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax, right after the Chris Salcedo Show with host Chris Salcedo, who is from Dallas, Texas, and also had great coverage of this yesterday. Left-wing extremist Chris Murphy of Connecticut weighing in before all the facts are known. He tweeted, you don't need an AR-15 to hunt or protect your family. You need an AR-15 if you want to kill as many people as possible in as short an amount of time as possible. It's the mass shooter's best friend. They would be the people most affected by its ban, end quote. Now, I want to take this senator's false and idiotic arguments one at a time, and I'm going to work backwards. Data shows that Chris Murphy and his political party are liars. AR-15s are not the guns being used in these mass shootings. The data, the facts show that handguns are the most common weapon used in mass shootings in the United States with a total of 161 different handguns being used in 111 incidents between 1982 and April of 2023. Chris Murphy is lying in an effort to steal your God-given constitutional right of self-defense. As to his contention that I or you don't need an AR-15 to hunt or to protect your families, all I can say is thank God my rights are not predicated on what a lying left-winger like Chris Murphy thinks I need. Look at what happens every time people are stupid enough to elect Democrats to run their states and run their towns. Last weekend in the city with the strictest gun control laws in the country, five people shot dead, 26 others wounded. In the People's Republic of California, where the government works on disarming the whole state, another mass shooting, killing one and injuring five. This is every weekend, folks, in places where Democrats succeed in disarming their populations. Yet you don't see left-wingers using those examples as to why banning guns is so needed. Why? Because left-wing policies are responsible for the carnage. If you want an Allen, Texas-style massacre in your town every week, just vote Democrat or for senators like John Cornyn. They'll back the gun confiscation measures that will make sure that every town in America is Chicago. Again, that is Chris Salcedo, host of the Chris Salcedo Show, afternoons at 4 o'clock Eastern, an absolute 
must-watch Newsmax program. And it's not as bad as Chicago, thankfully, but in New York, another crime-ridden, Democratic-run city, protests are continuing over the chokehold death of a homeless man on a subway, a man with a long history of mental health issues, and a long history of violence who had been arrested at least 40 times. Former New York City police detective Bo Diddle on American Agenda. Until all the evidence comes out, first it was 15 minutes, now I hear it's three minutes, he had him in the hold. My whole point on this thing right now is if they didn't get involved and if he had a knife or a gun or anything like that, maybe we'd have a different story. That Marine is definitely a hero. I really believe this was a accidental death. And in reality, they were trying to control him. And like you just said, it was a 67-year-old woman, had her nose broken, her orbit around her eyes, and he beat the heck out of her. This guy was on the list of the 50 most violent, mentally ill people. This is a violent guy. I'm sorry about his mom. I'm sorry what happened. But let's go to the root of the problem. Mentally ill on our subways. You had Big Bird de Blasio with his wife taking a billion and a half dollars to try to help the mentally ill. What did they do? They did nothing. If we don't get involved with the mentally ill now, there'll be more acts like this happening. The Marine that grabbed him, he is a hero as far as I'm concerned. He got involved. And if that guy had a knife and stabbed someone, no one would care. Then you got these idiots jumping on tracks. Why don't you tell them where the third rail is when you don't want to jump on the tracks? So ridiculous. Let's all get together and understand something. This is a terrible tragedy for this man dying, but it's also people taking action and don't wait for someone to get killed radio talk show host and founder of the guardian angels curtis sliwa was also on newsmax nobody's going to get arrested they'll put it before the grand jury brag they'll let the grand jury decide based on whatever evidence and statements of fellow passengers are made but so far you look at what limited amount of information we have about this marine who's an active marine lives in west islip surfer guy reads don quixote goes backpacking not the stereotype the demonstrators want. They wanted somebody roided up, you know, with tattoos on them that maybe they can say he's a proud boy or an oath keeper. So, so far, it appears that it is a good Samaritan who came to the aid of other passengers. And now it's going to be a question of what those passengers say. The Marine was doing with the two gentlemen who assisted him in restraining this emotionally disturbed guy who has a history of doing this. As I mentioned, Jordan Neely had been arrested more than 40 times, but also had a very long documented history of mental illness. This exposes the failure, a huge, massive failure of the system on multiple levels. Meanwhile, 11 protesters were arrested yesterday in New York. And I mentioned the big debt ceiling meeting or negotiation at the White House today. Yesterday, we discussed the weekend polling that showed Joe Biden's approval ratings plummeting. Rob Schmidt had an in-depth look at some of the numbers on his show last night. Biden's overall job approval rating standing at 36 percent, down from 42 in February, about the same as the previous low of 37 percent in a post-ABC poll conducted in early 22. 36 percent for Joe Biden. The disapproval standing at 56 percent, 47 percent, about half the country strongly disapproves of what this maniac is doing to this country. The media has done everything in its power to prop up this miserable presidency, but there is no spinning this story, as you can see here. 
only 36% of Americans approve of the president. Not only his career low, but numerically the lowest on record for any first-term president. We've seen Donald Trump's numbers go up in the last couple of months across a range of polls, and most of the other candidates either going down or staying around the same record low approval rating for President Biden. It's actually six points down just since February. This poll is just brutal for President Biden. So ABC News Washington Post polls, like you would expect, skew to the left. And this one has former President Trump leading Biden in a reelection matchup. Easily the most humiliating numbers Biden has seen in his entire career. Now, imagine how low they would be if the media had held Joe Biden accountable for the past two years for the chaos that he's created in your country instead of just running cover and trying to force you to buy into the ideology that is destroying this country, which is what the media does every single day by gaslighting you on every story, making you think that the way you think is the problem, that open borders and drugs and chaos and crime, that's the way the country should be run. Imagine if the media reported his allegations of corruption instead of concealing them. Nobody has more regret right now than the Democrat National Committee. Just last week, the DNC announced there will be no debates no debates for 2024. It's Biden or nothing. They put that out here, and then the first thing that they get in response is this astonishingly bad polling from ABC and The Washington Post. It is a massive miscalculation on their part. Rob Schmidt, host of Rob Schmidt Tonight. Numbers for Robert F. Kennedy Jr., by the way, the only Biden challenger so far, keep going up. How much would they go up if he were to have a debate with Joe Biden? And here's what all the Democrats should be thinking regardless. If something happens to an 82-year-old President Biden or 83, 84, Kamala Harris is the vice president. That should be reason enough to vote for someone else. I mean, really, can you just imagine? And who is Donald Trump's running mate going to be? That will also be very interesting when the time comes. In other news, have you seen this? An American couple was arrested for trying to smuggle contraband into Israel. 375 pounds of fruit roll-ups, which apparently can cost up to five and six bucks for an individual roll-up in Israel, all thanks to TikTok, an international black market has apparently developed for fruit roll-ups, which you can buy for like two, three dollars a box. And a whole box is like 12 ounces, maybe a pound. So, you know, bring, I don't know, 20, 30 boxes, not 400 pounds Obviously, four suitcases that weigh nearly 100 pounds apiece is going to be a red flag. Greed. That's what it is. And don't forget, Newsmax TV is available on most major cable systems like AT&T, Comcast, Xfinity, DirecTV, and more. It's also available on platforms like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, Pluto, and others. And make sure you download the Newsmax app on your smartphone. This way you can watch any of your favorite shows anywhere, anytime. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your day or night. We'll see you back here tomorrow. In the meantime... Keep fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.